Humble Paul, Elvis. Let's start off in Kenya, where the country's national airline, Kenya Airways, is planning to downsize its fleet. You know, it's, it's a sad story because you know the problems Kenya Airways has faced, Elvis, which problems were aggravated by the shutdown of the travel due to COVID restrictions. And now to see them reducing their fleet to under 70 is, is going to be a tragedy. But it's either that or they're going to have to just shut down the business because it is still, although it's recovering, it's still not going to perform at the peak that it was. And remember, while it was having its problems, airlines like Rwanda Air were growing. These are the smaller ones in the region. But most importantly, Ethiopian Airlines did what we know it did. So there you have it. For me, it's a really tragic, a tragic story because Kenya Airways at one stage was promising to fly to every African capital by 2013. Mm. And, and I remember that. And it, they were on their way to getting there. But there you have it. It just tells you you're never too big to fail. Yep. And in the UK, the court, the UK court begins uh, the hearings on Nigeria's $1.7 billion suit against J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan was involved. You remember the minister, former minister of petroleum resources called Benatete, who's accused in awarding the oil fields to, to a company that effectively was his own or that he had an interest in. So the $1.8 billion that was transferred by J.P. Morgan as advisors to accounts that had his name on it is now being seen as, as being negligent because most firms like J.P. Morgan will not do business with you, Elvis, even if you are what we call in South Africa a politically exposed person, or at least they suspect that you might be. Now, for them, with their resources as a global consulting and finance firm, to not be able to determine that risk, but also according to the lawsuit, knowingly transfer money into an account that belonged effectively to a minister who was accused of corruption is something they believe they're going to have. So, and, and this is what is going to happen. More and more companies are going to find themselves not only facing problems for what they did and how they did it, but also those who advised them. You know that here in South Africa, we have more audit firms now being fingered in these scandals. And people are saying, we're not going to sue, sue the corrupt ministers and, and, and executives. We're also going to go after the firms that were advising them. This should be a lesson that mm. this trend is increasing and it will continue to increase. And lastly, there are three countries on the African continent, Egypt, Nigeria and Kenya. They have the most advanced ecosystem for tech developers in Africa. That's according to Google. According to Google, who are we to argue with the almighty Google, right? But if you know those countries, you'll know, especially Kenya. Kenya is one country that might have done lots of things wrong, but one thing they got right, Elvis, was to make sure that they used technology to advance the lives of its people or the quality of lives of its people. These are the things, the indicators that companies like Google are checking. So if you just think from M-Pesa to the inserting of hotspots in all over, they even at one point used hot air balloons to improve the quality of connectivity in rural areas. 
So this are, these are the things that make me as a South African sometimes worry because we are we should be leading in these trends and we should be showing leadership. But if if in during the times of COVID we still are not there in the top three, it should say something. But I am glad that there are countries in Africa that are being celebrated for doing the right things and digitalization and making sure ICT is central to the quality of lives of your people could never be anything more important than that.